Hey, it's Lynn Brown. I'm a speaker, trainer, and a coach with the John Maxwell team and a teaching partner with Empowered Living. And I'll be honest, I spent the first half of my life people-pleasing. And then in my spare time, I was literally trapped by the opinions of other people. And if that wasn't bad enough, on top of all that, I had a broken mindset. And when I tell you I had a broken mindset, I am not kidding you. But the the bad part about all that was then I could not see it. I I had no idea what was holding me back. And then one day I just got sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I drew a line in the sand. And it was that day. I remember exactly where I was in my office. And I bet on me for the first time. I invested in myself. And literally within weeks, I began to see changes. And then it wasn't long after that, I I saw this quote, Wayne Dyer, I had never heard of him before, but I saw this quote and it said, when you change the way you look at things, the things that you look at change. And I was like, this is, you know, like too good to be true, but it was true. So now I just spend the rest of my life becoming the best version of me and working with people who want to do the same. So today it is a great pleasure for me to have one of my dear friends on the show, um, I can't wait for you to hear her. She is an amazing I, Wonder Woman. I mean, she's just, she, to me, I think there's 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 nothing that she cannot do. So please welcome to the Gritty Women Podcast, Michelle Burkhard, and she's going to tell you what's happening. Michelle, we're so glad to have you today on the show. And so tell us what you're most excited about today. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. I'm most excited that I just get to hang out with you. This is awesome. I know. I haven't uh, seen you in so long. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I was really just thinking about, I'm, I've been in a very reflective mood, you know, as, as things are, are starting to kind of open up and go back to whatever somebody has determined is normal. Um, I'm, I'm yeah. really just looking at what has happened in my life in the last few months. And, and also, where do I want to go from here? So it's not just what has happened, but where do I want to go? And so uh, a little bit about what I have been doing during the pandemic, and this is by no means the whole list. Um, Within the first week of of the stay-at-home order, I all of a sudden, I go to school and do most of my work from home anyway, but I also had a husband who's never worked from home, so helping him transition. Uh, I have three kids. They are uh, 10, 13, and 15, helping them understand how to homeschool, right? Um, and then within the first week, my my 15-year-old, who normally it's not an issue, went out to cut wood, slipped cut his knee, ended up with a major surgery, um, long stay in the hospital, PT, the whole nine yards. Um, And then, you know, just trying to figure out how do we do this thing where you're staying at home all the time. And email after email after email from my speaking engagements and training engagements, 67 so far that were canceled. (laughs) And all of the pay that goes with that, right? Yeah. And realizing, oh my gosh, not only do I need to transition into something so that I can build my business, but seeing the great need of people out there that they have so much, they just had so much need, right? Um, Still do, just the needs have changed a little bit. And so just because we're all at home doesn't mean we have less needs. We actually have more. And so how can I serve at a, a greater capacity? So 
pivoting in my business. Um, during that time, I, I actually had 12 people that I know of um, that I'm close with that got COVID and unfortunately three passed away. So, you know, there's that as well. Um, and then if you watch national and international news, you probably saw, I live in Midland, Michigan, and that is where we had the 500 year flood with the three dams breaking. So Ooh. there was that. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, there's so many other things, but that that that's for maybe another podcast yeah but the reason why i tell you that is because throughout this whole time there's a couple things that that actually i loved about all of this so the first thing is i loved being in more connection with my family we weren't running the roads we were we were being together you know for all the good bad and ugly that that is and then i also loved this idea of the challenge of doing something new in my business, because I had gotten to the point where, you know, when you're, when you're doing 200 to 250 live events where you're speaking and training a year and you've done that for, you know, five, 10 years, let's just say there's not a lot new that's happening. Um, and so this has really inspired me like, oh my gosh, a whole new world. Uh, and because of that, I, I now have a larger reach. My impact number has, has dramatically increased. Um, and honestly, I'm, I'm on target to not only make up the income that I lost, but probably exceed it before I even was supposed to make that money. Wow, and so, incredible. you know, just the idea that, that I get to have the family life that I want, the health that I want, um, the, the career goals that I want, the service goals that I want, and even the giving goals that I, I wanted to meet, like, wow, now because we're meeting all those targets, it's like, ooh, how far could we go here, right? Oh, that's so awesome. And as I've gone through thinking about all this, I'm like, okay, this was really good. So how am I going to make sure that the really good goes in the future with me? Um, but then a dear friend asked me a few weeks ago and said, Michelle, what, what helped you? because you know some people would just fall apart so what what helped you keep going and first of all I just want to preface this that I am not superwoman okay I don't have a cape under my shirt I know um, but I, sometimes I think you might have maybe maybe half of a cape I don't know okay maybe maybe <laughs> um and and I have my own struggles too and I I try to you know share those on on social media too because I don't want somebody to see just you know I don't want people to think that Michelle is perfect because I'm perfect just in a different way. Okay. I think we're all perfect, but that's again, another lesson. Um, so in reality, when I was starting to think through like what, what really helped me get through all of this and it's again, mindset, right? So, so understanding that the way that you think the patterns, the habits of thought that you have run your show. And so, you can go back and you can say, okay, I, oh no, this happened to me. So now I'm going to fall apart. Well, there's a pattern of habit, a habit of thought that got you there. And if you know what that is and you know where you want to go, then you can figure out what's the new pattern that I want to have and how can I instill that in myself? And so, you know, one of the things that I started actually a few years ago was working with a mentor. I love, one of my favorite authors is Ralph Waldo Emerson. Um, He's in what I affectionately call my old dead guys club. So I've got a pile of books that, you know, they're no longer with us, but they, they're really filling my heart. Um, and, and there are seven core principles that he talks about that, you know, things like trust yourself, 
um, realize that you have the answer for what you need right now. Um, the universe is conspiring for your highest good, right? So all of those things that I, I started three, four years ago, really studying and putting inside me, gosh, you know, like John Maxwell says, the, the crisis doesn't make the leader, the crisis reveals the leader. And so I have been maybe pleasantly surprised at myself at how much I've been able to do for myself and others during this time. But it's like a mathematical equation, you know, one plus one plus one equals three. And, you know, all those years of developing my mindset when all literally the world came crashing down around me, I was not only able to survive it, but to thrive in that. So mindset is, is huge. It truly is. And, you know, we know how women are and men too, for that matter, but women just talk about it more. But we, we know that a lot of times there might be somebody listening going, wow, I, could I ever even begin to do what Michelle was doing? Is there any way that I could transition maybe from a job that I'm not really happy in? Or maybe their world has, you know, just kind of changed a lot in the last 90, 120 days, whatever. What is one thing that you would encourage someone to do today? Where, where could they start? If they just wanted to begin today, kind of like, you know, we both have had to do, take that first step in the direction. What is one thing that, that you would recommend? I would recommend dreaming. I think, you know, dr- so let me talk about the difference between dreaming and hoping. So hoping, uh, people like to say, oh, I hope this happens. Well, listen, hoping isn't a plan. Okay. And one day isn't on the calendar. So that will never help you when you dream and you, especially when you use your imagination, this is what I find that's fascinating about the brain. The brain does not know the difference between something that's real and something that's imagined. Okay. So if you imagine something, it's almost like you are downloading the memory for that imagination, just like you would if you were say, listening to this podcast, right? So your first place is to really find out what do you want? Now you do not need to know the plan. Honestly, do not wait for the plan. If you have a desire in your heart, you need to start on whatever that next step is, right? If you sit down and you ask yourself and you say, listen, I want X, Y, Z. Okay. What's the first step? I believe wholeheartedly that you have an answer inside you. You might not know the next hundred steps, but you know, the next first one. So sit down, ask yourself that question, and then do whatever it is that next first step is. That's awesome. Yeah. It's it's so true. Sometimes I think so many people, when I'm working, you know, with with clients and they're they're like, I just don't know. I'm like, well, okay, what if you did? Just what if you did know what you could do? Well, I could start by blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, maybe you need to clean your desk off. Maybe that's the first thing you need to do. Right. I don't know. You know, I don't know what your thing is, but that that's great. That's great wisdom. And it's, and it's, and it's the truth because we don't have to see it all. Nobody did. Mm -hmm. I mean, nobody knows how to do something until after you've done it. And then you can look back and go, Oh, that's how you do it. Like, exactly. There is no rule book for how you get through a pandemic. No, we're all writing it. That's right. That's exactly right. We're all writing it. And then, you know, nobody knew Noah, the um, Wright brothers, whoever, it doesn't matter. Nobody knew how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So we just, as you know, we, we hear so much, we, we have to suspend that need to know everything and to know we're not going to know it. Yeah. And, and I think if you can get to that place of acceptance, um, it, it relieves a lot of tension inside you. 
And quite frankly, you know, when you're dealing with things like um, a pandemic and there's all of these onslaught of things coming to you, you know, it, it's kind of, I don't know, comical at this point, because, you know, when the next thing comes, so, you know, as we're, um, you know, trying to put, put a window back together because a storm blew it out, you know, it's like you're, you're standing out there in the cold and wet and rain and everything and just, just laughing because you're like, what else am I going to do, right? Um, yeah. You might as well. Yeah. yeah, you might as well laugh. I mean, it's, it's medicine for the soul. And, and what good is falling apart going to do? Nothing that, because you don't know what's going right. next, you know? It's just kind of like you just kind of just be, be, be ready. Just yeah. like you said, you know, yeah. be, be prepared. Yeah. And, and, you know, when you're just starting out and you don't know what's happening, that's the best place to be because you actually have so much more in front of you. It's kind of like, you know, when you get on your journey and you know what you want. So for example, when I made that transition, I said, okay, now we're building an online business. Okay. I might not know how to do that. Somebody knows how to do that. So I'm going to reach out to my mentors, right? Hey, somebody tell me how to do this. Right. But they could tell me how to use the tools, but they couldn't tell me how, how to put the tools together to build the thing that I needed to build for my clients. Right. So I had to figure that part out and trust that I know what they need and figure out how to work all of that out. So it was still, even in the the midst of not knowing something, there's still a level of things that you do know. That's right. And and so you might not know where you're gonna be in five years, quite frankly, half the time, I don't know where I'm gonna be in five hours from now, right? Right. Um, But you do know what that next step is. And so honor that, value that, and that is your next step. It doesn't have to be the other person's, Honestly, when I first, I love that quote by Wayne Dyer. Um, one of the things that I chose to, to look at differently um, was I stopped listening to people flat out. Um, when, I, when it comes to a decision and I know I'm the one that needs to make the decision, I make the decision and then I figure out what do I need going forward? So the how of how that might look, you know, maybe I reach out to somebody who's done that thing before and I ask them some questions, but I never let somebody else decide for me what I will be doing. It's so awesome. It's so powerful. And, and once you fight your way through that and get on the other side yeah. of it, it will change. It will change your life. Anybody out there that is stuck in that opinion, you know, just being just oppressed by the opinions of other people. Yeah. You know, when you walk through that and get on the other side, you're going to be like, wow. Yeah. And, I'm and perfect. you know, I had the, the pleasure, the honor of actually um, when I was very young, my kids were very young. So one, four and six, um, I had been a people pleaser like a lot. Okay. So much so that I had so much stress in my life um, that I ended up having a stroke. Uh, and, and it took me two years to completely recover. Um, and you know, I look back at that time, I couldn't please anybody. I couldn't even please myself. I couldn't even use the restroom by myself. Right. There were no expectations. And at that point it was like, you know, everybody in the world was telling me I couldn't do something. The doctor said, you know, you won't be able to, you'll always have to use your walker. You'll always have a speech impediment. You'll, um, they did cognitive testing and found out I was at a 10th grade level. Um, and they said, you'll never, you'll never get this back. And, you know, within two years of them telling me that I, uh, ran my first 5k and I've done several since. Yes. Okay. Running is maybe not the term for it. 
uh, stampeding through peanut butter like a turtle, but I didn't walk. No, no, I like there running. You yeah, you did it. You put your <laughs> shoes on and you got through the, you went across the finish line. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I started my speaking business. So of course I, I, that's what I do professionally. And I'm in the, the last few months of finishing up my, my PhD. Wow. And so, you know, I look at that and, and I need to tell that story more because I think people see what I do now and they, they don't see where I came from. And you see, right. it, literally, I couldn't even, I couldn't do anything for myself, right? All I could do was dream and imagine and make up this secret plan that I knew I couldn't tell anybody because they would just tell me I couldn't do it. And, right. you know, lots of people, they look at that and they're like, oh my gosh, you know, what a miracle that your body recovered. And I'm like, the miracle is that I didn't listen to the doctor. That's amen. a miracle. Amen. amen. No, amen. So yeah, I think that's such encouragement to, to everybody listening today that, you know, if you have a dream in your heart, you know what? And if you don't have anybody to share it with, you know what? Reach out to Michelle, you know, reach out to me, tell us, because you know what? We, we have belief for you. If you don't even you don't have enough for yourself right now, because we, we've been there and we've come through. We're not, we haven't arrived. We're on this journey just every day. It's a new experience of, of growing, but Wow. Wow. Yeah. We'll, we will have to definitely have to have part two. We're going to have to, <laughs> we're going to sure. have to hear more, um, more of your story for sure. Um, Michelle, tell us how, what is the best way to contact you? Sure. I, the easiest, best way really is to, to use my email. Um, it's Michelle. So M I C H E L L E at grow by one. So G-R-O-W-B-Y and the number one, that's my business name, Grow By One. Uh, we help our clients to just grow by one step in some area of their life every single day. Wow. Uh, yep. And so uh, you email me at michelle at growbyone.com. Um, we can always set up a chat. We can get you hooked up with some other resources as well. Wow. That is so awesome. Thank you so much. And um, just before we dash out today, when you, when you, when you hear the word gritty, the gritty women global podcast, G for gratitude, R resilience, I for inspire, the two T's are think tough and Y is you do you. What just resonates with you, Michelle? You know, this term of gritty, you know, people, people tend to think that um, you know, if you have something gritty, like you're, you're, uh, I love seafood, right? So if you have a scallop and it's gritty, like, Ooh, you don't like that. Right. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Gritty might seem dirty and, um, something that the world throws away. Grittiness gets stuff done. Grittiness polishes things. Um, if you have a, a pond and it's got some sand and some water and, and rock in there, eventually that, that hard rock is going to become very smooth because the grittiness polishes and smooths the hardness of the world. And, and gritty is not clean. There's nothing clean about it. Honestly, if you have grittiness around you, it's impossible to have something that's clean, right? That's right. Um, and I look at, you know, just the story that I told you about getting through the pandemic. Listen, I have not had a clean journey throughout this pandemic, okay? It's been very gritty. <laughs> um, however, on the other side of it, whenever that happens, I'm going to look back and go, that was good. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, because you're, you're, you're smoother, you're shinier, you're brighter, you're stronger. 
Yeah. So never discount the grittiness of whatever's happening, whether that be grittiness in your soul, you know, you're working on something, kind of struggling on something, grittiness in your mind, you're struggling with new ideas or grittiness in your life. Things aren't going the way that you want because, you know, eventually it's all going to turn out okay. Don't try to get rid of the grittiness. Embrace it, love it, and use it to your advantage. That's exactly right. You know, no grit, no pearl. And it's so true. Yeah. And, and what we, we say is gritty is the new strong, you know, mm -hmm. gritty is the new pretty gritty, gritty works. And yeah. so we're just, we're just spreading the word around the world. And thank you today for being part of that and for, for showing up and giving, giving your best for us today. Oh, and my pleasure. I'm still Thanks not for having me. I'm still not convinced you're not Wonder Woman, but um, <laughs> thank you so much. We'll let you know when we roll out your podcast and we'll have all your bios so all of our listeners can, can connect with you. So Michelle, I just want to thank you again for how you live your life and how you show up for the world. Yeah, my pleasure. All right. Take care.